Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are live on a very special Sunday edition of The Side Quest. I am one of your hosts, Dolly Domofsky. That's me. And I'm joined by this lovely guy over here, JJ Holder. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Talk and about here. stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, talk about stuff and things um, and games. It's because games. we are... We are literally America's favorite, highest award-winning, longest-running video game podcast. It, this is this is truth. You can look it up on Wikipedia. Fantastic. Uh, you may be, you may be close to one of those being true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We are, <laughs> to be honest, because we've been podcasting since two thousand and nine. Um, that does make us like one of the longest tenured. <laughs> podcasts out there just like ign has a couple that are longer than us and i yeah, think, I think the, like our I think, friends at like yeah. yeah a couple other places game have, scoop has definitely run longer game scoop and Nintendo, yeah. the nintendo one i think might, might as well and then the uh uh yeah it's cool it's uh we've been around for a long time uh, and it's partly because we do this for free and it's not a job so yeah. Um, we yeah. don't have uh we're not we're not we're not susceptible to corporate buyouts uh shutting us down and ruining all of the hard work we put into <laughs> agreed agreed <laughs> but well I, hey hello to everybody out there um who wants to uh say hello to us we are very uh happy to have you all joining us and we're gonna see all these people start pouring in which is what typically yeah, happens for sure after, yeah after yeah. i send send the notification out there we have um not a ton to talk about because there were like two giant ass stories this week and uh hey exaggerous um <laughs> but we'll focus on one of them and uh then we'll get into some of the games that we're playing uh because the the games are pretty awesome um <laughs> okay yeah uh maybe uh <clears throat> might be um so let's talk about the big news of the week because stuff always seems to happen like generally right after we finish recording something um uh and that's kind of what happened last week which was uh as soon as we got done with our podcast i think like the next day the news broke of xbox having a very a terrible horrible no good very bad day uh yeah thank you to the the person who is probably now fired for yeah not putting up the redacted information on the court proceedings. So again, this is all due to the Xbox Bethesda yeah. or the Xbox Blizzard Activision merger talk stuff, the legal issues. Yeah. I think a very important thing before we get into yeah. all of this is to point out that this stuff is old. Yeah. Everything that's yeah. in this is old. A lot of the stuff that they talk about is no longer relevant for various reasons and different things. Things move on, things change. So there's a good chunk of stuff that's not uh yep yeah not relevant anymore not relevant anymore uh, so uh what it boils down to is a, a lot of these notations were from 2020 and even before yeah um because pandemic it, era <laughs> the pandemic literally uh, that never happened um but really what it talks about it, it it's really right around right around the time that the company was looking to pick up make make their first like make their mergers like when make the whole big place their yeah. big place when uh the xbox series x and s launched and or about to launch and the company was uh you know um folks within microsoft were thinking okay what do we have to do to be successful yeah what's our, our game status we had like? a they had a they had a bad uh run with this with yeah. the xbox one series <clears throat> 
uh, that kind of started picking up momentum towards the end, especially after the launch of uh, Games Pass. Uh, and things weren't looking great mm-hmm. pre-orders wise for the Series X and S anyways. So Sure. Uh, so, you know, this is an Xbox trying to this is a Microsoft trying to uh, push its way to the top of the leaderboards any way they can. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so what I find interesting is again, this was uploaded, uh, into the court documents, the official court documents, um, all the, all this information that was being asked about for, Mm -hmm. uh, from Microsoft. So the, so, uh, again, the way these things typically work is they're, they ask people within Microsoft, they'll say, what are your, give us documents of what your plans were for this, you know, for leading up to, for the cloud, you know, for your console, for the cloud, da, da, da. And uh, <clears throat> so they uploaded. They're like, "Here, here, here are here are our PowerPoint decks from back then, from like 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, uh, which includes everything from the development of the current Series S and X, mm-hmm. and uh, some other stuff that we'll get get into um, from a console standpoint, from their infrastructure standpoint, from mergers and acquisitions, and from games. And so yeah. there's, and then the emails came out as well. So yeah." First and foremost is the Series X and S refresh. Uh, su- surprise, uh, consoles get refreshes um, all the time. Mm-hmm. These are uh, these notes came out as a genuine refresh and not a pro version. Yes. So you can. I'll scroll back up here to the uh, the Brooklyn, which is a Series X refresh. So they said, hey, you know, we're gonna we're going to give you the the, the Xbox Series X. Uh, but we're now going to make an all digital version. Yeah. Uh, and that way we can reduce cost. They're trying to reduce cost. They're trying to say, okay, people aren't using the discs anymore. We've gone to game pass. Um, we're going to bump in a two terabyte hard drive. We're going to give a uh, better Wi-Fi, better Bluetooth, uh, you know, reduce cons- power consumption, da-da-da. all these kind of, these are tweaks that are not going to make your Xbox gaming experience vastly different but they're more like very light quality of life and more of like lifestyle like hey i'm i'm more of a digital gamer i'll get the xbox series x type of thing yeah uh the uh the image here and again preliminary stuff these are this was probably some person just quickly rendering they're like hey we need you know we need a couple ideas for this let's render it out yeah yeah Yeah. uh no i was just gonna say i think the biggest thing that was different on this was going to end up being the controller anyways which i'm sure we'll get to yep so <clears throat> that was where things were really going to get interesting but yeah um yeah again it's it's the series x it's now adorably all digital also yeah. still selling for that 499 yeah i don't know that's kind of weird <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so here's a little inside baseball we had heard we at side questing had heard about a just through like back channels that they were going to be doing a refreshed xbox series x that was going to be mm-hmm. all digital mm-hmm. and uh they were um they were going to be selling it for a price point between the series s and the current series x because if you can get rid of the um uh disc drive where they're yeah. i mean there's licensing involved in that disc yeah drive. they have yeah. to pay money to sony they're, yeah they're throwing like pennies at sony every time they build a, a disc drive and yeah Cause sony cause, yeah because sony owns the uh blu-ray blu-ray and i think they also have to pay a different tech company for mm-hmm. just the use of lasers yeah 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 so, yep. so 
There's a lot of licensing stuff. It's not just yeah. buying something off the shelf and putting it in yeah. there. Um, so if they can save save money there and make it all digital and, <clears throat> um, uh, I mean, look at the Series S. The Series S, what you're seeing here, which this is the improved Series S, but it looks exactly the same, obviously. Uh, people are going to digital and mass, right? And it's smart. It's smart to go to digital and mass, you know, to, to move. Stuff I think, I think of anybody to be fully digital. It makes most sense from Microsoft's standpoint, considering yep. that's where all of their resources are going. Yep. So it makes the most sense for them to put a series X, which is their best console. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is like, that is an extremely good console, extremely beefy console. Great. And to refresh it, mm -hmm. to be digital only, uh, makes a lot of sense given how I mean they they want to be the Game Pass machine. Yes. Uh, so yes. you know the Microsoft ecosystem is becoming closer and closer to being sort of a unified force right it, now. So and that's I think the real direction they want to go in. Yeah. Right? It, <clears throat> they are fully aiming towards yeah. a console list. Uh, a console. Yeah. Direction. And and if you read some of Phil's emails, yeah, it very yeah. clearly we'll points. That, yeah. 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 Um. I think we'll get a little bit. It's might, might have some of that down there, but uh, uh, I, I, again, uh, thank you to I, Resetera yeah. for somebody finding the, the files yeah. and posting it everywhere. You were going to say something? Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I, I was just, all I was saying was like yeah. uh, the series S refresh is nothing. Yep. It's just, it's just like Bluetooth radios and shit. There's nothing going yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot going on here. Same thing. Bluetooth radio. Yeah. And then that new, I'm controller. going to, I'm going to assume that the carbon one that's out on the market now is what that one is because it's also a terabyte. Yes, uh, exactly. So, uh, I, however, yeah, um, the carbon one is not this because the carbon doesn't have that USB C in the front. Oh, yeah, but that's so, those little things that two, three years is a long yes. time for little things to change, but yeah. like, um, and it, you know, the next the series S. Uh, Elwood, which is what they're calling this for, yeah. may not even look like this. Uh, the timing for release for this was yeah. they would release this in August. Well, again, initial timing from like a couple years ago. Yeah. They would release the Elwood sometime in like August, September, and then this yeah. new Series S uh, of 2024 in yeah. like October, November, because you're going yeah. towards different markets yeah. and you want those two different markets to have a little bit of distance between each other. Otherwise, there's confusion and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You want to upgrade both the devices and, uh, yeah. and you know, yeah. do whatever. Um, it's, it, it, it's the controller, though. Let's just jump to the controller. This is the tuxedo. Yeah. It's a controller's ring pants. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is the goofiest sort of idea to refresh the controller in such a significant way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I like it, but like at the same time, like you've put a lot of, you've made people put a lot of time and resources into yeah. having these, what's their current controller situation. And like to try and mid consoles life sort of push the, push the elite out the gate, out the, out yeah. the door. Like you're no out longer. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I spent, you know, $150 on, you know, this elite controller. And now I don't even have the functionality of what sure. you've replaced the controller with. Like, that's kind of, it's kind of weird, but like at the same time, I mean, this is a cool controller. <laughs> it's a cool controller. So the details of this, um, uh, would see, uh, what's it called it. You have, um, direct to cloud. So this is the interesting stuff, yeah. the whole play anywhere. So it's, they're calling it Xbox wireless Two, direct yeah. to cloud, which basically 
ties in. It's what the Google Stadia controller kind of yeah. did. Um, it, it essentially, instead of letting for the streaming devices, like let's say you're streaming from uh, a streaming stick, which this mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about too, or your Samsung TV, mm-hmm. you're not plugging in, you're not connecting to the Samsung TV and then connecting to yeah. the network and then connecting backwards. Yeah, this is sort of running in tandem, so this actually connects yeah. to your Wi-Fi as well. Yeah. So you're getting the image and the feedback, but this is a secondary. Yeah, it's literally there. It's, it's almost connect- like they're divorced, which yeah. is. A it's smart the, way to do it. You got to think of it as you're connecting to the cloud that's running your game as opposed yeah. to connecting yeah. to the device yeah. that yeah. is the connected to the cloud that's running yeah. your game. So it's, it's, I think, it's, I, yeah. I think it's, that, that's actually really cool. Yeah, especially with especially Sorry, considering yeah. how much uh, they are really starting to put into the cloud side of things and yeah. how much and how much that. Um, the, those court battles were about the cloud shit too. It's yep. like, yeah. So there's, and you see it, there's so much technology, yeah. Sabil or Sebil, but so much technology built into this thing. It's a very cool device. This is a, uh, this controller. So th- that standpoint, just, just to play anywhere stuff, this controller now yeah. becomes something that you can play with cloud gaming. Cause there was always the issue of latency and, and, uh, you know, there's trying to play on your phone, it with through cloud streaming the xbox cloud is is difficult you're doing the touchscreen stuff but even then there's lag if i can use a device that's separately linking to the cloud i think that's that's gonna be really solid and being able to use this uh, controller wherever this being the next actual controller, i think is a great idea so yeah you got the direct to cloud stuff um the whole seamless they're calling it the seamless parents which is just the whole pairing things and, and devices. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Uh, I haptics, which is no, yeah, uh, we get to the haptics. Yeah, 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 which is a big that shit's cool in the dual sense controller. Precision haptic feedback, uh, yeah. VCA haptics, double S speakers. So for the three people that actually care about um, the uh, force feedback uh, buttons on this for Forza, uh, it actually yeah. is pretty, might be pretty cool. But no, it's yeah. the it's just a generation of, of does the does the it says accelerometer so i get i didn't think about it but yeah i guess the controller doesn't have an accelerometer in it like most controllers do these days but the what uh, i so they have an accelerometer there's no gyro in this yeah so what i feel like the accelerometer is they have this thing called wake uh lift to wake and yeah. so you're gonna pick up the controller and it yeah. will connect. It's not, I don't think it's about motion gaming. I think it's literally yeah. about you picking up the controller and it's on your system is turned on. It's plugged. You don't have to like hit the button to turn it on and pair it and do all that kind of stuff. Lift to wake, I think is really cool. I wonder if, I wonder if that's since, since the Xbox is always in sort of a, a, a standby mode. I wonder if yes. the lift to wake yeah. will like you pick up the oh, controller, yeah. it turns the controller on and yep. then the system because yep. that's, yeah. Yeah. Instead uh, of the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. think that's great. And the so you you have all this stuff. So there it is. Yeah. Engage in a lot. Also, it away. says uh, modular thumbsticks, which. Yeah. That's, uh, whatever. That, I mean, that, no, that's important because it, it, if they're not going to go to like Hall effect sticks or something, being able to ch- modular, yeah. being able to pop those out and put new ones mm-hmm. in is a big deal. Sure. That's one of the cooler parts of the dual sense, whatever that edge the controller. X, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is because like the, the thumbsticks are modular. You can pop them out, buy new ones for like 20 bucks and put the new ones in. And like with the way stick drift is becoming an increasing issue 
uh, mm-hmm. because everyone's using cheaper and cheaper parts on these things and nobody wants to advance to like hall effect sticks mm-hmm. and stuff uh, being able to get it's basically uh right to repair kind of shit yeah and they have it in repair and disassembly yeah um they include rechargeable yeah rechargeable and swappable battery which yeah. isn't like the current uh, a little adapter that you can clunk yeah. on there and, and looks like uh looks like a bad like two double a battery casings no yeah. i think what this likely means is there's gonna be a door you can take out the battery the actual battery that's in lithium there, cell battery yeah. the lithium cell battery, and you can get an upgraded one down the line you can yeah. get you know but it's going to be built in a charger. right now you can't do that with other controllers without considerable amount of work to put new batteries yeah. in there so yeah. i think that's a really cool cool approach but what this does to me <clears throat> what this means to me i should say is that you're now on par with the ps5 for feature development and from yeah. at least from a control standpoint so i wish they it had it i wish they had adaptive triggers <laughs> adapt yeah yeah exactly Where's the PS5 <laughs> adaptive tri- yeah uh, either way um i think the uh this getting on almost on par i think now has um there's much less of an issue of porting games back and forth developing games for multiple consoles mm-hmm. and you have to take features out put features in mm-hmm. you know the features will be will feel less gimmicky because if you're making a game for xbox series x and then you're making the same game for ps5 any of those haptic features that they have on ps5 come off as gimmicks it's like okay cool the thing is stupidly it's yeah i got the speaker in there but you know whatever it's 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 an additional gimmick of the of the controller but now if they're on parity maybe some yeah. of these features actually become a part of yeah. the game proper instead of things you turn yeah. on and off so there's some cool, cool. there's some nice cool fuck it there's really some nice there's some cool haptic shit going on on the uh haptics in a racing game is yes. incredible so yeah. putting putting a haptic feature in forza is something i would be very excited yep. about i yeah. agree i agree so yeah there you go cool controller uh, again don't know how far along this controller is. This yeah. was from a couple years if, ago. If, if if this is still what this controller is, like if you know, this it's, is still what this controller again, is. again, yeah. again, three years is a long time in sort of R and D. So <laughs> I will say, so these that's from the current uh, product line. Yeah. I think this is all. So I wouldn't pick the. I wouldn't pick up the new series. I would uh, X or S because I already have one. I don't need yeah. to upgrade. It, these don't do the console doesn't do anything for me. What yeah. does do something for me is this controller. So it's, yeah. if I'm somebody who has an S, um, everything I have is digital. You would now be really compelled to pick up the ser- the new Series X. If you, it's like now, okay, I'm ready to upgrade. I paid. They say two ninety nine for a Series S. You can find these suckers for like one ninety nine brand new the current series s but yeah uh <clears throat> yeah now is now i think that's a that's a pretty good still think the 499 price tag is a little high but it's a pretty compelling direction to take for um getting people to upgrade at least <laughs> same same great price 499 yeah great, yes, same great a fast, for... a little fast and loose with the word great yeah, there yeah. We go. <laughs> um so do i think these are gonna come out yeah i actually think these are gonna come out i think these will be announced yeah. they said they would be announced in june of 2024 Again, these are stuff from a, a while ago, yeah. but um, hardware also really goes a to show more, you 
yeah. uh, that the they expect the life cycle of these to probably be uh, significantly yeah. more than what they what it has been. We're especially X three. These these yeah. devices have been out for three years already. Yeah, and they're going to do a, a refresh without changing the consoles yeah. uh, other than yeah. like there's no new guts it's not like they're pro nope. editions or anything nope. these are all the same hardware for the most part just with that's just there is the leaks about the place the ps5 doing the same thing right with they're yeah. just keeping the same internals yeah. but they're making us again because removing the in terms drive. of the, in terms of the console world we're only yeah. just now getting to them making really games. going all in on yeah on making consoles. games yeah. like yeah feel like next gen uh, things even the so. saturation point there really does feel like there is once you pass that 40 million console sold point that's kind of what it feels yeah. like because then you've set i think the ps5 has like 40 or 45 or 50 yeah. i don't even know once you pass that point that's when it starts to feel like all right we've we the old console is now put yeah. to pasture we can focus our games on this because that now you can get yeah um, when you look at attach rates, you can get yeah. games that sell five, six, seven yeah. million f- copies uh, on these consoles. Alone, yeah, so. we're finally at that point where first party games are no longer seeing yeah, split finally. releases. You know, Spider Man yep. 2 isn't going to be on the PS4. Yep. You know, Starfield wasn't on the fucking uh, one. Yeah, Xbox One. Yeah, so it, it is if you yeah. play it to the cloud. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that leads us to the next actual xbox which they're saying the next gen is um 2028 so calendar year 2028 i love i love uh like convergence yeah i love the speak this industry speak bullshit that makes no it just sounds cool but it doesn't mean anything (laughs) full convergence is the stupidest way of putting that uh, <laughs> yep yep but really what it is is you look at what they're saying it's like standalone hardware and software just just the device the original yeah. xbox then they went to like they started understanding development side the two you know getting yeah. developers more involved working os and sdk so it's looking at their now everything was really starting to converge during the xbox one era series x and s which um really started looking at cl- the cloud right so yeah. that's how do we get the cloud on the hardware it's still just kind of streaming cloud stuff yeah. but everything else is now unified so now their next gen is the cloud is a part all, of the process all four of these previous things are now part of the what 2028 roadmap yeah, of Xbox. yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so what what is full convergence but basically to me that means it's you have an always online always connected game console and that would lead to things like uh your character the stuff that you're doing that you impact immediately is on your console. Everything off the con- everything in the cloud um, is a lot of background stuff. Like, yeah. So let's say that's the, how the NPCs are 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 getting ready to sell stuff in their shop, right? You're walking around right now in your immediate area. The NPC and the updated prices that the NPC is doing and how the NPC is rendered and all that kind of stuff is being handled in the cloud. You know, also with like uh, some of the documentation with um multiplayer all that kind of stuff can now take place in the cloud that info so that it lets more things happen on the device which i think is actually really cool it's a cool concept it's 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 not anything new it's stuff that we have been doing with like those of us who live 
on you know on our computers for work yeah. almost everything now is done in the cloud like my none yeah. of my my it's, laptop my laptop has yeah. zero files on it it's all yeah. fully cloud connected so. yeah it's 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 new for the console world yes. but it's not yeah. new for literally anyone else that has a tech and computer in their house so i think i think it's really cool i also think that's when we're going to see kojima's game maybe that's when the launch game will be for uh, <laughs> for the the next xbox we don't know anything else about it. we don't know how powerful it'll be um there are, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, 2028. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, four and a half years away by the, even less, even less. Okay. Maybe four. It's wild. It's four. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be, if you think four and a half years, it's like, oh, yeah. that's 2028 seems like a long time. It's like, it's 20, yeah. it's almost 2024. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're halfway through this cycle. Yeah. Uh, already, which it's, again, it really only now feels like it's, it's kicking yeah. off. Like we're really yeah. finally. And, you know, again, this is I old. don't want to. Yeah, I also don't want to like uh, this is also them cons- not really realizing the effect that COVID was going to have on the industry exactly. as a whole, exactly. uh, because it's like all kind of pre COVID and all. Yeah. yeah or, or so, yeah. Beginning of beginning of. Yeah. yeah it, so like I, I feel like COVID helped slow everything down in a positive way, in a weird way. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're not trying to blast through. Yep. console generations to get through the next thing blast through uh getting shit out and like updates and stuff it's 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 nice it's that's good uh, seeing 2028 helps. Yeah. yeah seeing 2028 as like the target uh even in 2020 before shit got weird uh they were still thinking 2028 so yes yeah. that's yeah. nice that's nice <clears throat> um yeah so yeah that's it we don't know we don't know anything about the next xbox yeah. what we do know is that uh this is a weird there's some weird shit on this thing man <laughs> yeah the title release schedule so again this took place this was from 2019 2020 yeah uh who knows but this is right around when they were picking up what year did they pick up bethesda was it 21 i don't even, I don't even well based no on idea. i about to say based on uh to this 2020 thing and most of yeah. that shit being Bethesda stuff, I'm gonna say that that was in the works at least in 2020 because everything is everything's Bethesda <laughs> for the first for these first couple. So of years. this may be yeah, yeah exactly. So a, a bunch of Bethesda games leaked like that was yeah. a part of the and the yeah. reason again the reason they wanted to input Bethesda stuff in there is to say when we purchased Bethesda they had all these products they were already working on. Uh, because Activision look, Blizzard has all these products it has, they're already working on. This yeah, is how it's affected. It has Deathloop on here. Yes. Which up until them buying Bethesda was a PlayStation 5 game. Yep. yep. So like at this point they knew they were getting Bethesda. And the same with Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo yeah. was a PlayStation 5 game, yeah. right? Yeah. Um the what the interesting thing is you look at they have all these mobile games. Yeah, free to play and mobile, which none of these Fallout Shelter Online. I I don't know. Is guess, that yeah. is that is is that the same thing as just Fallout Shelter? I th- I think so. I don't know. I, that I might have be to look it. Because I thought Fallout Shelter came out way before that. Yeah. But. So again, uh, Bethesda was looking to do obviously Doom Eternal and DLC. They had more DLC in fiscal year twenty one. I think that was the second half of the DLC. Right, came out. Yeah. Uh, came out in tw- fiscal year twenty one. Um, <clears throat> 
Fallout 76, which is Fallout Worlds at that point, came out uh, Came out then. Project Hibiki, yeah. uh, which Fallout, is... Okay, yeah. Fallout Shelter came out in 2015. So right. I have no idea what Fallout Shelter Online is. <laughs> no idea. And who, whatever it was, it never came out. Yeah. Um, the uh, They had Starfield coming out in fiscal year 21. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. what, uh, who knows when that ends, right? Fiscal yeah. year 21 may... For them, it definitely for... goes into early 2022. 20- yeah, which they still yeah. didn't meet, but you know. Yep. Uh, Hibiki, which is Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. Uh, and then we get into things which are. It, this also points out because remember everyone is saying how cool it was that Hi-Fi Rush could just like drop yeah. On, yeah. without any advertising. It's like and realizing that it was still under its. It was being developed in 2021 yep. and it didn't come out. Until, yeah, that's fun. I I feel like Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, Fallout 76, Hi-Fi Rush, the Doom Eternal stuff. Elder Scrolls Online. I feel like those were far enough along where Microsoft didn't have to no. dabble in them. But Starf- <laughs> after after the purchase, Starfield yeah. and Redfall, they may have been far enough along, but at the yeah. same time, they're like, guys, we need to make some adjustments. Yeah, because again, you go to those emails and you realize yeah. that like Redfall was very important to them for, yeah. for, for a minute, for a hot minute. Mm. Uh, 2022. Uh, that poor Indiana Jones yeah. game has had like half a trailer, and then yep. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Obliv- um, but they are looking remaster. at a, a Oblivion remaster, which yeah. is that was rumored. Like, it's been rumored was, for a while, and I think it's been rumored because people want it. It was like one of those let's yeah. let's will this into existence if we yeah. talk about it enough. Uh, but I definitely can see that. That's yeah. To me, that is probably ready. That's all. That's probably going to be done here at the end of yeah. you know next. Maybe this this is what the Bethesda be announces. I think this could be something yeah. that they announce uh, at E3 or whatever the yeah. Xbox showcase is, and say, "Hey, we got the brand new Oblivion game coming," or "Hey, a Game Awards type of." Announcement. I was gonna say, I I have a feeling that there's not going to be a whole shit ton to uh, Oblivion remaster. Yeah. It's not a remake. Yeah. It's not anything. It's just going to be yeah. a pretty version of Oblivion. It's remaster, I don't think, right? It's I do, yeah, I don't think that's E3 material. Maybe Game yeah. Awards material, definitely. Yep. Because uh, there's the Elder Scrolls remaster or the, the yeah. up, upgrades and all that kind of stuff yeah. is out there. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, maybe it is just like a, a game. But also, game like they could there. easily just like do a Nintendo where it's like, hey, yeah. guess what? We're working on this. Yep. Here's a tweet yep. about it, yep. and uh, it comes out then, in six, three months, and then it comes out, and everyone's happy. And Starfield DLC would be fiscally again. So yeah, it. Have they, have they talked about Starfield DLC? No, like, yeah. but what I think that this points out is that. Yeah. DLC was at some point a part yeah. of the direction for Starfield. They're like, hey, yeah. we're going to do some DLC for this thing. I'm and, assuming it which still is, is but yeah, like... it, it, it might still be. Uh, we don't know. But uh, yeah. yeah, so fiscal year 2022, which w- again would have ended at some point in 2023. Yeah. Usually, think. usually, spring. the Indiana Jones game was going to be the big one then. Uh, but... I want to <clears throat> see shit about that game. I don't know if, like, what I don't know. Like, it, yeah. I don't, don't know, know anything. Where it's, yeah, anything. but then you start you start seeing things that are way out there. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Elder Scrolls Six in end of uh, fiscal year twenty twenty four. That game's not yeah. coming out till twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven. Yeah, no. I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't launch with um, next gen. Yeah, next gen. <laughs> it might. It might be. Uh, it's going to be there. Uh, yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> I, I, mean, I feel like I mean they have a Fallout Three remaster again. Another yeah. game they could very easily. 
I don't want to say throw out there, but something that people yeah. do want. Um, do people want Fallout Three Remaster? They I do. Feel like they, do. they want New Vegas Remaster. Yeah, I would say but, we're, we're, at that, sequel, we're at that point. We're at that point. Fallout where, Three is highly revered. I think it's. Up, uh, but, I think it's more. I don't think it's I, revered is probably the right word because <laughs> I like it. It's my people first Fallout. people yeah. have turned on that game significantly in recent years it's so. just, it's the, it, the the ship will the <laughs> ship will write itself yeah. trust me have you but you know have you played when's the last time you yeah. played fallout 3 it doesn't play right. well at all uh doom doom prequel looks like doom's year zero you got yeah, uh elder scrolls online expansions um ghostwire tokyo sequel yeah. dishonored 3 that sounds pretty cool. Another licensed IP game, probably something that they were trying to capture yeah. from whoever. So these, yeah. those, uh, basically everything from fiscal year twenty three and twenty four, they were being very. Uh, I don't think we're getting a Ghostwire sequel. Yeah, I, think I don't think we're getting a couple of these things. Yeah. To be honest, um, the uh, even that licensed IP game yeah, might be yeah. in the. Again, these uh, do were, we know what is... the do, do we know what the other two, like kestrel and platinum were did, did no that, did we don't know but uh again i think these are the these were all things that microsoft may have looked at and said we're gonna we're not gonna do this we're not gonna do this we'll do this we'll do this we're not gonna do this like when they came in and, and said we gotta realign these teams yeah. on the projects that you're working on now and get them to focus on starfield or whatever so yeah. either way it all of these easy, have shifted yeah. times it was easy to say well, yeah, we'll put we'll put out an oblivion remaster yeah, when you yeah. had Starfield, Redfall, yeah. Ghostwire, uh, and stuff coming out the previous year. Yep. When all that yep. shit started slipping because of various reasons, mostly world reasons, yeah, uh, yeah. that Oblivion remaster was probably like, we don't really care that much about yep. it right now. So <laughs> I I do think we'll probably get uh we'll probably get remasters of Oblivion. Oh. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised I if, think, if I they think fast fast tracked. Uh, the Fallout 3 re remaster and Oblivion remaster to come out yeah. this year, this coming year, 2024, yeah. because it's it's one of those things where they're like, yeah, we need to we need content, guys. We, we need to pad. So we need to pad the release need, calendar. We, yeah, we need to pad this calendar. So again, we don't know how many of these are actually still in development. None of them might be. They were at one point because they this was a sheet that they gave to Microsoft at the yeah. initial proceedings when they were trying to when they were getting that the buyout and yeah. so they're like hey these are things that we're working on in some levels or planning in some levels so I I I, yeah. I don't even know what a Doom prequel is like yeah, who knows? I don't the see last... any I don't see any Quake on that list I'm yeah gonna... see there we go no Quake <laughs> no Quake two we, you know Quake were master yeah. um. The last one was the offhanded comment about uh, Nintendo. Yeah, um, that, that people dumb. were running with that it. Saying, that discourse was dumb. Yeah, that was, so I, I, it, I think not... I always make the joke whenever somebody says like yeah. uh, Marvel has like you know are, are are looking at certain like comic book characters for movies yep. and stuff. It's the same thing like as a business. Yeah, as Microsoft in this case, of course you would want to buy Nintendo. Who wouldn't? I would want to buy them. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to buy Nintendo? He's not saying we are going to actively pursue exactly. Nintendo. He is saying, yes. Yeah. We would love having ha Nintendo being in our pocket would be, I could retire after that. Like, it's like. I think some do, yeah. some, some of the, yeah. if you read that email chain. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because it's not like him saying we're definitely going after Nintendo. No, it was some dude saying, uh, essentially saying, hey, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at all these mergers and acquisitions. And remember, there was a whole big giant list that leaked. And they said, yeah, um, we're looking at all these mergers and acquisitions. 
uh, I mean, what would what would make waves? I mean, like would like a Nintendo make waves with? And it's literally that that type of question. And Phil's like, well, I mean, Nintendo would definitely make waves, but we ain't gonna do it. It's nice. To, and then the way he brushes him off at the end, in which is like, if you read that email, he's basically saying, yeah. hey, you know, thank you for. I think your your ideas are very cool, and it's great that that you know that that you're you're thinking about these kinds of things. But it was one of those get a, get out of here, kid. You don't know what you're yeah. talking about type of type of responses. Yeah. So they were never going to buy Nintendo. Nintendo yeah. probably laughed at when they read that nintendo probably laughed again because that was the infamous uh the last time microsoft talked about uh, purchasing nintendo back with the xbox stuff the original xbox but yeah so yeah anyways that was that one uh none of this is good phil came out with actually a a very cool response a very you know yeah zach said wholesome and i do agree it was basically him saying listen there stuff got out that shouldn't have gotten out uh, I know a lot of you folks are working on some of these projects or working on projects that that this might this leaked information might affect. Um, thankfully, as we all know, a lot has changed over the last few years. Uh, so all this information, a lot of this information is out of yeah. date now. Again, I think the Series X, Series S refresh and the controller are definitely coming out next year. That's yeah. the only thing. I, ha- I can stick yeah. a claim on. Not even it, the X, the 2028 yeah. timing for the next Xbox or the game, yeah. but the, these, uh, new, uh, these yeah. consoles, I think, it's, it's Aest- safe. Aesthetically, things may not look exa- like this, yeah. but uh, yeah. uh, in- conceptually, they'll all be yep. exactly what we see here. Exactly. And all this, inf- all this info on here, I think it's just, again, it's quality of life improvements. Yeah. It's nothing that's going to force people to get a new... Yeah. xbox but you know for the folks that bought the or like the og 360 and upgraded yeah. to the, the slim black 360 that was pretty cool so yeah but that was also a function of necessity because yeah. they fixed the 360 yes. with the refresh yeah. <laughs> yeah. i never got that refresh one i still have the og Lucky well you. seven or eight times i had to trade that that 360 uh, th- in, so th- three to three times for me i had yeah. to trade mine in. so that was uh that was the xbox fun there was one other quick bit of news, and I'm going to share this because it is really hardcore aimed at at you and I. Yeah. Um, I think this is something that uh, both of us are um, are suckers for. And that's Lego. Yeah, baby. And by Lego, we mean take it away, JJ. What is? What are we looking at here? We're looking at the piranha plant, full yeah, like a big scale. PD Piranha is a different character. Yeah, I think it's don't you yeah. don't yeah. you dare don't, call this PD Piranha. Keep his PD name Piranha, on the Yeah, PD Piranha is the one that has like a that wears a diaper yeah. and shit. Like you know, it's the images of the button. sky are out there, which is great. Yeah. But it's you got you got yeah. a whole freaking uh, yeah. They did a, a full plant. they did a full reveal. Uh, it's shortly it's thereafter. six. Something. It's for adults. It's sixty yeah. bucks. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's probably cool. one of their more uh, cost effective. Yeah, premium uh, non play set like. And it uh, looks like it's going to be a, a fun and not super difficult playset to put together. Yeah. And I think you were some... saying, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, what was I saying? No, you're in the before, in the before times in the before, before we kicked off the podcast. I said, this is going to be a cool one to have on your desk. Yeah. I'm like, it, for it's sure. A, it's a potted plant. Like it's it just happens. Plant. Yeah. And mm. Nintendo has been really focusing on yeah. plant Legos yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. Or not Nintendo. Lego has been Lego focused has, on yeah. Because there's so many different flowers and plants and succulents. The botany and stuff. Botany the succulent stuff. ones. Yeah. yeah you're right. This would be, it would be really fun Easy. to like get a bunch of these flowers and then have Petey Piranha. Not P- Damn, yep. You've got me doing it now. Have the, have the <laughs> piranha, piranha plant. plant. Super Smash Brothers own Piranha plant. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 
good time. Uh, some yeah. of the, some of hyper, stuff, hyper if, directed at us. Yeah. And if you look at some of the other like full like studio shots of that thing, it's got some yeah. cool features and stuff going on for it too. So I'm stoked for it. All right. Well, let's get into some of the games that we've been playing. And I'm gonna yeah. let you go first because you had you have a few uh in the I'm old not even gonna uh, be... review schedule. You can yeah, you can I'm not a... even gonna be talking about all of them. Uh yeah, yeah. Friend, you guess... got a bajillion codes, yeah, uh, which is which is very typical of JJ, but yeah. we'll talk about um... I play them all. I'm not just I don't sit on yeah. my hands. <clears throat> Um, you can't sit on your hands when you're driving and you've been driving yeah nascar arcade rush okay so a little little factoid um i used to be obsessed with nascar um i love i I love nascar i I used to love nascar uh i used to sit and watch it with my dad all the time uh i still kind of tangentially follow nascar but like i i don't have I could be doing so much more than sitting and watching uh, four to five hours of this mm-hmm. uh, every every Sunday. Like at least with football, it's like you know you get you get you get a couple hours at at, on, on, at the worst possible mm-hmm. game. You know, uh, NASCAR is just so long, and the season is so long. Yeah. It like ends in uh, like I forget. Like it ends in September and starts in February. It, it's Something like that. yeah. <laughs> it's insane so yeah I, I like nascar when the new nascar games come out i like i pick them up i play them i like them uh i, I they're not great they're some of the weaker mm-hmm. like sim racers out there um so when you said we could get a code for nascar arcade rush i was like you know what yeah i want to play nascar arcade rush i like uh cruising blast which mm-hmm. is another game that game mill yeah. published uh they, and and they published the um I think they published the uh, Hot Wheels game, the yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Game Mill and Game Mill does has published. But you know, here's the thing about Game. Mill. Yeah, here's the thing about Game Mill. Game Mill uh, publishes some some pretty decent stuff, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also published the absolute. What they published Big Rigs Over the Road Racing, which is considered the worst video game of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and you know, it's, 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 it's a nightmare. So like game mill's been around for a long time and it's, it's, it's a hit or a miss when it comes to quality. And so when you said like this, it's like, well, I'm either going to get a very fun little racing game, like the Lego, uh, not Lego hot wheels racing mm-hmm. game, or I'm going to get the worst gaming experience I've had this year. Um, and, uh, Guess which one of those two it is. It's definitely not the first one. This game sucks <laughs> and, and sucks hard. Sucking a golf ball through a garden hose sucks, man. It's uh, not fun. Uh, the NASCAR stuff is all superficial. Um, there are no racers in it. There are no sponsors. There's nothing. Hmm. like All you get is nascar tracks so it's like here's daytona but it looks nothing like daytona it's all these weird stylized nonsense like here's yeah watkins Glen in michigan and uh, mm-hmm. uh you know uh all this all this nonsense and they all look terrible nothing looks like a nascar there isn't a single vehicle you get that looks like a traditional nascar uh uh to its credit it doesn't seem to be jam-packed with uh dlc like microtransactions everything is just sort of unlocked by playing the game uh Mm. and and up up upping your uh level 
Uh, so it's like, you know, about, you know, you get to the final level and you unlock all the final costumes and, and stuff. Uh, but it just plays like shit. It's boring. It's quiet. Like there's no music or anything. It it it, 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 it controls terribly. It, it has like <laughs> floaty racing mechanics. Like the, the first few races I was doing, like this is like this is one of those racing games that just think that is it's mean to kids because it's just like it thinks they're just dumb idiots that don't deserve better anyways. So it's just mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, it's every, every, all the cars feel like they're greased up and, you know, you try to turn left and you turn too hard left. And then it's like, next thing you know, you're spinning out. And uh, yeah, I, I had, I had negative fun playing with this. I like play oh, wow. like, like I, I can get a lot of enjoyment at a shitty arcade racers. Like I can still play San Francisco rush and get a kick out of it. But like I got no enjoyment out of this. I, I even played online, and it's just like uh, I'm cares? watching this trailer, and yeah. it feels like a uh, money grab like mobile game. Yeah. It, it yeah, it, it because like it's got a generic because it, it's also very like, generic. Yeah, it's also like it almost does feel like a mobile game because the, mm. it doesn't have any nuance to the controls. Mm. Like when you think of an arcade game, you think of maybe like drifting and stuff like yeah. yep. you, you hit break and it's just like a hard break. It's not like you could tap it and like drift or whatever. It's just and like generic is a great term. Yeah, you push and like the turbo buttons, just like yeah. one button and you just do it. And it's got boost pads on the track and recharge pads on the track and all that stuff. And yeah, no, I, I played it for probably 45 minutes, tried to get as much enjoyment. I, I got sick and tired of it and deleted it. I I I, I this time this game wasted my time uh, <laughs> and it, it wasted your time too. I, I couldn't. I, I I I even I have a friend who's like me who has a big, who's a big bigger NASCAR fan than I am, like active NASCAR uh -huh. fan to this day. And he, you know he'll buy some real garbage. And I said I'm begging you for me, do not buy this game. Like oh, I, or, or or just like. I know you're going to buy this game and I know how your brain works. At least if you're going to buy it, don't buy the deluxe edition because I don't even know mm -hmm. what you get out of the deluxe edition because I don't know what DLC they could possibly have in here. I would have appreciated it more. Those cars look bad too. Just, the, just the, the, All the car designs look like, uh, not, not even like it's like hot wheels, but like off brand, like not even like, like not matchbox, not anything else. Just like, diecast cars you would get it from like wish.com or something yeah <laughs> it's like not even Amazon. like yeah it's not even yeah the weird chinese knockoff uh -huh. like they all just like it's generic enough to where they look vaguely enough like hot wheels cars but they aren't sure you know um sure. so yeah yeah no i hated this game so much uh i yeah uh i i, I think another one i think i think also like put some racers in it like oh there's not even any actual no, racers. there's just, no it's, oh, it's you create a character a faceless character so all you get is jumpsuit helmet those are your customization options oh, and it's not like and you can change the colors of but there are no racers like no license like it, let me be jeff gordon i don't care let me play let me paint my car up to look like some an, an actual nascar driver's nascar or something but none of that's in here hmm. the only thing that's nascar in this is the fact that you wear a nascar jumpsuit kind of except hmm. 
by the time you unlock more stuff, now all of a sudden you look like a knight or sure. something. Uh, and the tracks, the tracks are all official, like named. They're like, they didn't like try to, it's like California. It's like, oh no, it's actually Fontana or whatever. <laughs> you know? It's it's so that's the only NASCAR thing huh. that's in this. It's, it's, it's bad. Anyways, you're moving on. So I'll move on. Yeah. What are we, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah. Maybe we'll move on. <laughs> Otherwise we're hitting the brakes on that. Yeah. yeah. Hit the brakes on NASCAR for good. Your next game. Yeah. Uh, is. I didn't, so I am a huge fan of this series, uh, the BitTrip games. Ah, when, yeah. I, when I found out there was another one, I thought, about, well, BitTrip Runner 3 is, was really good. Runner 2 is still my favorite in the series. Runner 2 is really fucking is, good. It's so fucking good. My favorite Runner thing about 3 Runner 3, Runner 3 has Charles Martinet as the narrator, which is yeah, really good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Runner 3 almost tries to be a little too much, too much and you could you could have scaled it back. So where do you where do you go after runner three? Well, you make give everybody a runner maker, and that's what the uh, yeah. trip rerunner essentially yeah. is. Richard rerunner is like really fucking good, man. Uh, yeah. It's it's a okay. So like the core game is just a new version of the original game, sort of remastered, remixed okay. a little bit. Nice. Um, with new visual style uh i really really like it it plays exactly th there's no disconnect it plays uh -huh. and feels exactly like the original bit trip uh, it has okay, a dance cool. button good. still oh, and all nice. that stuff and and everything feels good um a cool thing also is that they also have like unlockable original bit trip runner so it's the oh, original cool. levels done up in this new style so it's just like a one-to-one -one recreation of bit trip oh, runner badass. original like that you and you unlock it you unlock other you can unlock other uh remakes and like soundtracks like you can have uh -huh. like sound different sound fonts and stuff and the coolest part is the fucking mario maker shit that's in here <laughs> uh bit trip like people you can make you can make bit trip levels and upload them and play them here yeah, yeah. runner maker yeah and uh so this it is it works really well. Like this is a brilliant franchise because it's not really asking a lot from you. It is it is right to left with obstacles and, and, and or left you know, to right. Yeah. yeah, left to right with obstacles. <laughs> Density uh, layer of high, medium and low. If you have to jump up or slide yeah. or walk. through, That's cool. Yeah. And, and, and you just play, you, you know, it's you placing the booby traps where they need to go. You choosing the design. Um, it's a really easy game. to. It's not like Mario where you, like. It's really hard to make a game, a level that uh -huh. feels like it was actually a Mario level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is actually really easy to make a game level that feels like it's a rhythm. A it's level. a rhythm game. It's a rhythm, it's game. A rhythm game. Yeah. So uh, cool. yeah. So like, when the level's off, it's off. Like if if you, if you're not if if you make a level with bad rhythm like people aren't gonna like it you're not sure gonna be able to beat sure. it because there's no way of really it's not you, you yeah. don't want them to just keep sliding non-stop right? yeah you have to do up down left right, up down you know, left all, right all block, block you know yeah all jump yeah 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 Cla like sp springboards and, and, and springboards it, yeah uh so yeah oh, boy cool. this is this this is exactly what i didn't expect this to be as uh like just enjoyable as it is i love the bit trip games yep. there isn't there isn't a bit trip game that i hate uh Same. there's some that are there's some that are worse than others but that doesn't make them bad games yeah um yeah. like but, all uh, cake is good it yeah just, some cake is phenomenal yeah and and, and, and bit trip runner was always like the bit trip game yeah, yeah. um so yeah this game so I, cool. this 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 
rules. I, I will be playing this a lot. Uh, and they even put the Steam Deck logo on. Oh, I love it. That's cool. Because it is 100%. You put some headphones plugged into that to your Steam Deck and you just kind of curl up in bed and just go to town on some bit trip, man. It's great. And I like the aesthetic. The aesthetic, yeah. like that. I didn't like the aesthetic of Bit Trip 3. Um, yeah, where it this went, seems like it, it went, goes back to Bit Trip 2 a little bit, right? Yeah, it, it went too rounded. It tried to make it yeah. a platformer and, yeah. and, and make it feel 3D. Like they didn't really, this has depth to it. Like, you're like Runner has like edges to him, and you could tell that he's three dimensional, but he's still blocky uh, and stuff. So, yeah, I, I like the aesthetic so cool. look of this new bit trip thing and it's cool because like this is a good i'm assuming send off to bit trip by doing yeah. like we're remaking the first one and we're doing a creator thing on it so like don't expect any more bit trip for a significant amount of time uh so enjoy like here's a little enjoy. bit of everything from the bit trip history and this is available on everything right i think it's on everything. yeah yeah we got we've we got uh steam code so that's yeah. where i've been playing it so awesome love it love it love it love it and then in the last game I'm going to show everybody what you're you want to kind of briefly. Talk I want to about briefly this. touch on it because I'm hoping for some changes soon. Um, War Tales on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this is a game that I only kind of knew about. Uh, it is an open world uh, strategy game. Hmm. Uh, so it's basically, uh, you know, it's your typical like, you know, fire emblem kind of thing where except it's got an open world. You're mm -hmm. walking around a world map like you know diablo style isometric walking around and you go up to enemies and it activates a uh very fire emblem slash you know all that style game uh strategy game um and sure it's overwhelmingly positive review on steam okay um and i can see why i really this 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 tickles me you know in a in a in a way that i want to be tickled yeah. uh uh it's a really good game except for the part where the switch version runs like absolute horseshit uh. um i i got initiated into a battle and it took 20 seconds for it to load the battle Oh, like I'm no. sitting at a black oh. screen for like 20 seconds until the battle. Uh, the frame rate at times goes well below 20. Like uh, I've had it crash on me outright. This is just a poorly optimized game. And it, sure. I feel I was gonna like, say. Okay. yeah, it, it's uh, and that's be that's becoming a especially late era switch issue here mm -hmm. with ports. They're becoming more and more poorly optimized. Uh, we've seen all the Mortal Kombat 1 stuff, uh, yeah. except, you know, the Mortal Kombat 1 stuff. You see how oh, here's some of the combat, man. It's yeah, dude. it's good. So, so it's it got good. so you, you get on sort of a board, right? You got that board like it just showed there. No, and... that's just the because it's open world. So that's just the map. You're wandering oh, around no a giant map. And when you initiate a battle, it goes into the, like a, a fire yeah, emblem style yeah. thing. It's it's, it's open world. Well, I'm saying, it's and then really you can you cool. kind of walk over. Yeah, it gives you the amount of space that you can go. So it's yeah. fire emblem. Oh, and, and you fire emblem is always. And you like, put together your and you put together bears. your like when you start your game, you put together your four like what four classes do you want in your crew? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. And, and you get to pick your horse and shit. And, and start your adventure together. And so, yeah, I'm trying to see, like, some of the stuff. Like, you know, and it's this kind of medieval uh, mm -hmm. setting. Uh, 
so yeah, I really, really, really want to play this game, but it being on the Switch makes it very, very it hard works. to do. Mm. Um, so let this trailer run through a couple more times while I have some more things to say about it. Uh, like, this, this, I don't know what the problem is exactly with this. Is it a memory leak sure. or something? But I'm hoping that some updates push out to to fix it. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know what the problem is these days. With I have a feeling that they needed to get this game out by the Nintendo Direct, and it wasn't done yet. Probably because it's also because yeah, okay. it's a Switch console exclusive for several oh, months. Okay. So if okay. they get it out now, that that you know three or six months yep. or whatever starts now when the direct happens so by the time the playstation 5 and xbox one versions come out you know they're there this version's done we're going to update it between now and then but it's out now so the clock's ticking yep. and we can work on it while while we do this and i feel like that's i don't i yeah i'm, I'm just talking out my ass but sure, kind of as maybe it kind of has that feeling though but yeah i love the idea of this i love see this is the open world map yeah yeah and then and now you go into these combat scenarios I that are just that. very That's much cool. like point your characters where they go. You can like, you know, heal, heal and, you know, backstab and, you know, ar archery and stuff. So I like that. I like that a lot. That's cool. uh, it makes me like I, I want to buy it on Steam now, hmm. but like I'm going to wait. I hope sure. the Switch version gets updated to fix it. But um, if not, I'm giving it a couple of months. I'm going to circle back around in there... a couple of months for the podcast purposes to sure. see if it's gotten any better but um so like uh, yeah. like uh <clears throat> fire emblem games have a lot of intermingling a lot of yeah. aspects especially like three houses had sort yeah. of a had a lot of like relationship stuff yeah are there i cannot i really can't things? i really cannot tell you like I'm okay. still kind of early game because okay, it's, it's it. kind of unplayable at this sure. point. Like I said, okay. it's, it's okay. crashed several times so far. It's just been like, you go to a village and you're doing some stuff and like, you know, Got there it. is, there is some it's sort of following a story, right? It's yeah. Following a little bit of a plot right now. Yeah. But... Yeah. But it definitely seems like it's, it's open. So sure. like, there's definitely, it definitely feels like there's a social thing on it, but it's not as mm -hmm. open as a fire emblem sure. game will be, but I don't yeah. know. No, no, uh, no. I, this okay. game, this game is just kind kind of unplayable in this on the switch in the state that it's in right now so so this will be an um, in progress review in progress review as of right now take, yeah. yeah as of right now get it on steam uh i'll come back in a couple of months and see like it's a switch version because like it's not like if you can get it on steam and have a steam deck then you don't need to worry about the switch version yeah because i this kind of game i feel like plays way better portably it does. I've always, okay, I've, always yeah. I've always felt like this style of like strategy game always feels better mm -hmm. portably. Fire Emblem has always been a portable franchise for yeah, me. Like, yeah, me too. Like, like I, you know, you play the GameCube version or whatever, and it's like it's not the same. Yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, yeah, I want to sit through and do a few rounds yep. of some shit on the, you know, whatever. But so yeah, I feel like this is like if you can get the steam version i feel like because people love this people love the game if you go to steam yeah, reviews i think it's overwhelmingly positive, positive. Yeah. and i can see that in the switch version that i'm playing but it i i don't feel that right now sure. with with this with the switch version so um fingers crossed or else i'm just gonna have to pony up and pony. actually play this game for legit so uh yeah yay that's it. All right. Yeah. Uh, and you got plenty of games, but you'll do more next time. We yeah. Talk, I, I want to yeah. play. I'm going to play a little bit more of uh, one of the other review codes okay. that I've got going on. I'll just say what the game is. It's a game called Ugly. 
that okay. I'm looking forward to. It's a great little nice. platformer that uh, I'll talk about yeah, next talk next about. week. Hopefully, I get some more time into it. All right. Yeah. Well, the game that I'm going to talk about, uh, it is my daughter's favorite animal right now is the axolotl. She's become Ex- a, yeah. a, a huge fan of axolotls, and that's her spirit animal. I don't know, whatever, whatever 13 year olds say. Um, so she loves axolotls, and so big, when I big, found out, big fan of Whooper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so when I found out there was a game called a AK Zolotl, like the an AK gun. Yeah. Salatal or halatal, however, I don't know. I'm like, let me let me get into this, you know, because once your once your family gets into something, you're kind of by osmosis picking up on some yeah. of stuff too. So, uh, AK Salatal uh, has arrived, and it is <clears throat> by Two Awesome Games is the name of the developer. Um, That's a good name. <laughs> it's a really good name. Uh, the number two, and uh, it is a extremely adorable roguelite twin stick bullet hell shooter okay <laughs> uh you are hitting a lot of the points that i enjoy i enjoy quite a bit i should say perfect absolutely perfect for portable i'm playing it on steam deck um and uh it is magnificent on the steam deck i say functions perfect anyway so really cute sort of the 30 16 32 24 bit aesthetics you play as an axolotl whose entire family has been stolen uh and you have to go rescue the babies all your babies are gone so how do you rescue the babies well you go through these runs sorry so you're going around there you can pick up weapons you can shoot all the different animals from like pigeons and squirrels and gators and all that kind of stuff they all have different attacks um and what's interesting about the game is that it, it it's a roguelite, but because there is definitely an ending to this, like there is a there is a boss that you're going after, and it doesn't take a long time to get to it, which is actually very good. It doesn't take forever to get to it, which in some roguelites it's like you're playing it for a hundred hours just to get yeah. build up your your character. It's not so in Axolotl. The fun part of Axolotl comes from collecting the little uh your your babies and um obviously with the weapons all that kind of stuff you can get the weapons you can you can change into the the babies i guess and go into and the the ones you collect you can become them i'm gonna hit the replay button on this let it go again um so it is i'm gonna i'm gonna say right now um there is a there are some really interesting and fun aspects to this like mini game size mini game wise after you collect a baby uh, egg, whatever, and then let's say you 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 die, you lose all your stuff, whatever. You start the game again in the hub world, and in the hub you find the playpen where the baby is, and you can go and you play with the baby. If you don't play with the baby, you have to you have to nurture them, otherwise they won't grow, they'll be unhappy. And oh, so there's a virtual pet side. There's like game? a virtual pet oh, side, this, which man. is really cool. Um, and then you just keep going till you rescue more of them. And like I fell in love with all these little critters that all these little axolotl babies that I was that i was finding and you start to like oh they're really cutely designed too like some of them wear hats some of them have different completely different looks big eyeballs and it's just great they're wonderful the cow spotted one um you can get different weapons and all that kind of stuff like you you can get a new weapon on every one of these stages that you go in so the way the game is set up uh is that you have Single rooms. I'm going to pause it right now so I can talk to you. You have uh, it's sort of a single room rogue, roguelite. So you, you go into one room, defeat all the enemies, get the loot, which is usually a weapon. Every room has a weapon, but you can also get oh. um, gold or 
these kind of triangle pyramid gold things or other bonuses, other items. And then you go into uh, the next room. And so it can, you can, you kind of open up the path, which is like one or two or three other rooms you can go okay. in. Some of the, some, yeah. some of the other rooms, like the little icon comes up. It could be either a shop. It could be someplace where you can get more gold. It could be facing off against more enemies or getting special weapons or da, 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 right. Um, it's nice that it gives you that kind of uh, choice and it's all randomized, right? Cause it's yeah. the whole roguelike thing. But uh, so I, I like that aspect. It's like, okay, I, some, some of the runs that I go on, I will focus on, uh, collecting gold so that I can improve certain aspects of my character and all that kind of stuff, right? That, that I want to that I want to uh, improve on. So that part's fine, but a lot of these rooms are exactly the same, and it really feels like the rogue roguelite aspect of this is more about how it links to the other rooms rather than the room itself. And so it, you get a lot of there's a lot, I don't want to say repetition, but you start to you'll you'll get into a room and be like, oh, okay, this room again. All right, I get I'll let me plow through the room that has the two little mini lakes and little ponds in there, and I already know which way I got to go to you know make it easier for me to survive or you know. So um, a lot of the rooms, all the rooms are exactly yeah. the same. So you start so to it's really kind of like a beginner's like yeah. enter the gu- enter the gungeon or yes. Binding yeah. of Isaac. Yeah. So that part is really the only aspect that sort of annoyed me about the game is that there is so much of that repetition. I have one. I do have one question though. Yeah. All the trailer isn't particularly good at showing the scale. Is it, is the camera zoomed in that tight? Not Um, in. No, no. Okay. Because like whenever they show the action in this camera is just so zoomed in on the room. that I just, no. And, and yeah, that like, the like this rooms, doesn't look this good is, right here. This is very zoomed in. This is okay, very because it just doesn't know. look good there. I, it yeah, and, every, and I think they're they're, they're zooming it in right now so that you can actually see the characters. But it, yeah. it's even on the on the Steam Deck, okay. you're zoomed out enough okay. Okay. to okay. see okay. much more of the room layout, which is what That's you want good. because yeah, you're, you're gonna have you got the little mice here, but yeah. you might have uh, a is it uh, you get no, the, a gator up here with a different weapon or is it like is it like Isaac and and Gunjin where you just you enter it and you get to see the entire room in like a, no frame? some okay. of the there, there's like a couple different okay. size rooms so some of the okay. rooms are literally just one screen and some yeah. are like okay. four or five or six Cause, yeah so screens. some yeah because like i don't think like isaac, isaac and gungeon don't really go bigger than like three or four screens i think like yeah these can yeah. get like six if this is like one screen yeah. then get like six screen sizes okay. uh but yeah, playing you can playing it portably is really the way to play. So here's a shop, right? You can go in and all the gold you saved, you can either get um, a, a different weapon, and you're allowed to kind of have two different types of weapons that you can you you have all the time. You can get yeah. uh, healing stuff, you can get improved life bars. Like that's one thing you don't see up in the corner here is that there's like you actually have a life bar um, with hearts and stuff. You can do all kinds of things. You can get the special okay. diamond heart things. So right. there are there's those kind of really typical roguelite aspects right so uh, and then there here are the cards right so let me yeah. backtrack real quick here boom, boom, there you can see some so you you open up the little special box and sometimes you'll get the choice of do you want to get the chili do you want to get the earthworm do you want to get the whatever and yeah. like the chili i've had i've used the chili a few times you haven't the the joke about axolotls is that they're like fire salamanders basically yeah right? that they breathe fire um i like this one because you really are just kind of there's like a a fire, a path of fire around you, which is nice. you know, that you're that's trailing behind you or in front of you. It's really cool. Uh, and that's the one that I've used the most out of like some of these specials. 
Um, but uh, I I would rather go with stuff like in a game like this, you're going to die a lot, which is the point. The point of roguelikes is to die a lot and get better. But in this game, I think I really felt like I just wanted to do the offensive stuff and really um, like kill as many enemies as possible to get to the next stage. Because if you're not completing the room, the rooms are designed in ways where you can kind of not cheese your way through, but if you know like the different points in the room and it takes enemies a little bit yeah, longer. Yeah, that, like that's can, just what this genre, this type that's of That's what game. the genre is. Yeah, that's why I'm like, just go yeah. with the attack stuff because yeah. you can clear out the enemies, clear out the rooms a little faster. Yeah. But like, I do like... Like Dungeon really in particular cool... is designed for you to yeah. just like kind of goof your way through a lot of the stuff. Really cool enemy design for some I like, bosses. I like uh, that there was like, there was like that snake that yeah, was showed snake. earlier. Here is was... the... The fun part. This is three different. Uh, so you you'll talk. You'll handle each one of your axolotls. Here's like the little the little pig cow axolotl thing here. You'll uh, you gotta rub their bellies sometimes. Sometimes you gotta feed them. Sometimes you just gotta tickle them. You gotta do other things. It's pretty cool. It's like a little mini WarioWare uh, <laughs> style game with these things. So I appreciate it. It's it's a super cute, super fun, uh, little game about an axolotl with an AK. And it and it really that's that's all you need to know about it. It's just it's a great little time waster. It's not asking you to be smart. It's not asking you to it's not even asking you like to to think like you would in other roguelites where you have to like, okay, I have to really plan my my d- direction. I have to get this. No, it's like just go and have fun and shoot things. And by the way, you're a cute little salamander yeah. uh looking dude. Yeah, no, and I want to it. I want to play this. <laughs> And it's also cool because you, your hub, it showed the enhanced there. Yeah. Your hub world can grow depending on some of the things that you unlock, which is then all of a sudden things, and you get these little characters, all the little, their little glasses there. Uh, then things really start to, um, once you start unlocking some of these little spaces in your hub world, think you, you get understanding for what the game actually is. And then your speed and your momentum in the game really increases because you're like, okay, I know what to beeline to do in this game instead of just trying to collect loot or just trying to defeat enemies i know what my path is i know what to aim for and i think it does a great great job of that so yeah i can highly recommend ak salatl or axolotl uh because it's just it's just very easy to play it's very fun fun little weapons it reminds me of a lot of the great indie games that i've fallen in love with over the last few years and cool uh you know very accessible game so yeah axolotl ak salatl check it out and you got a pig, a pig cow axolotl with a gun <laughs> that can have a wave of electricity flowing around him, which is cool. Great weapon design. Really cool. There's a snake. And it winked. Yeah. Just like I would to everybody else because yeah. you've got to play the game. Yeah. Thank you to the publishers for sending it over. That's it. That's what we got. Yeah. We're going about... to wrap it up. Just over an hour. Yeah. Good time. How about to wrap it up? I open... You're gonna unwrap something. Uh, Pokemon. Oh, a trick or trade. Trick or trade. I just got a big uh, box of the Halloween cards that that just came out. So you know, you Do get a it. bunch of these. You get three cards per pack, Ooh. guaranteed yep. a foil. They're all Halloween themed. Uh, the pack, know. by the way, you can get them if you're. Uh, you can get them for like twenty bucks. It's twenty five dollars like... for a for the whole thing. Okay. They're designed to be given out as how uh, yeah, trick or yeah. treat things. Or when you're a forty year old man, you buy them because you want a foil Gengar card or mimic you. So <laughs> I've opened it. We've got Litwick. Let's okay. see if we can get. I like Litwick. I see, yeah, That's I cute, cute little guy. Uh, 
got Drift Blim, the oh, Drift Blim. Ev- uh, uh, the evolution of uh, Drift Loon. Yeah. Uh, and the foil is uh, Trevenant. Oh, okay. uh, the hmm. evil. Uh, 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 my Tree. camera. Yeah, my camera does not want to focus in. There, there you goes. go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Hide your uh, face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the evil tree uh with and so it, it you know they're, they're mostly just re-releases of cards yeah. but you can see it's got the little halloween mm-hmm. pikachu mm-hmm. on there uh you get three in there are these uh, worth money or are they ever worth uh, money i think or? i think there's i think it's one of those things where there is a pull rate with these there is okay. like like I, I i've opened a few of these packs and uh trevenant is definitely the most common because i've gotten a shit ton of him yeah nice um uh, of the foils the commons are just like reprints everything okay. in here is kind of a reprint in yeah, a way yeah. just like um yeah i the, think the, we're gonna give these yeah. away at christmas at, at, at halloween yeah it'll be a good so it's uh, a fun one there's a lot of yeah. kids in our neighborhood yeah and i just you know I, it's halloween it's better so, than candy yeah it's halloween so you know uh there's gonna be a uh, gengar in it that you know that's what i'm going for and i want the mimic you that's in here too nice. and there's a pikachu i've gotten a couple of the pikachus too which is funny just like that spooky spooky pokemon pikachu pikachu <laughs> yeah so yeah well, good stuff They're cute good yeah stuff. that's a, that's a little teaser for uh the new thing that i'm doing on the website collection quest collection i'm gonna start posting mine on there too i'm gonna do an opening of uh the the box as well yeah i've got it yeah i figured out a way to like make a sort of top down uh opening and and looks really works really well so uh, i'm enjoying it i i like doing it i'm gonna be opening these cards anyways might as well make some content out of it there you go content Uh, hashtag content Thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful Sunday night. Yeah. It's always a pleasure Hell to yeah. chat. Got through some of our uh got through some of our games, got through some yeah. fun news. And uh we're gonna try to record again this week because I'm off to Japan next week. So we might do another recording on like Thursday night. Yeah, we'll see. Um but uh yeah, I little... can't I could not tell you right now if I'll be there Thursday night or not, but yeah. I yeah. always try. If worse comes to worse, it'll at least be just me going over whatever the gaming news is of the week <laughs> doing doing a shorty. But uh yeah. Uh with that said, you can find us at sidequesting.com in the Discord, which is our favorite place. Lots of yeah. new people in all the time, which is great. Uh, and we're always talking about cool movies and games and all the stuff we're doing and memes. Um, and then obviously sidequesting TV over at YouTube and Twitch. And uh, with that, we'll see you on the next episode of the Sidequest. Bye.